Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Today I'd like to talk about loneliness and isolation and how to overcome these. Loneliness and isolation aren't problems that magically appeared along with the coronavirus. They've actually been around forever. Did you know that the extent to which you are affected by loneliness can be inherited? And did you know that a lonely child can grow into a lonely adult? You might think loneliness and isolation are the same, but they're not. Loneliness is that feeling of sadness or distress about being by yourself, or just feeling disconnected from the world. Putting it another way, loneliness is that negative feeling you get when your social needs are not being adequately met by the quality and quantity of your social relationships. It is possible to feel lonely surrounded by a crowd. I remember when I was studying commerce and I would walk into a lecture theatre along with 500 other students, sit in the front row and feel terribly lonely. This was because I didn't know any of the students at that stage and I didn't have any connection with them apart from the fact that we were all studying the same subject. Isolation is being separated from other people and your environment. When I was in self-isolation for two weeks recently, when I came back from overseas, I didn't feel lonely at all because I saw my mum every day. She had also been overseas with me, so we figured it was safe to see each other during the isolation period. But I did feel terribly isolated. I wasn't able to go to church or attend any of my social events. And I wasn't even able to get to the supermarket or buy a takeaway somewhere like I used to. No major studies have been done on loneliness in Australia. However, the Black Dog Institute website suggests that one in four people are affected by loneliness in Australia. A 2018 national study of American adults aged 45 and over showed that one-third of those adults was affected by loneliness and isolation. And a 2018 study in the UK showed that the group that had the highest incidence of loneliness was the 15 to 25-year-old age group. You know, it's not just humans that suffer from loneliness. It's animals as well. I read an article recently which said that since all the zoos have been closed due to the coronavirus... The animals were missing their contact with the public. Some were even turning up at their appointed visiting times. And some keepers were having to have lunch with their animals to keep them company. So why do we need to do anything about loneliness other than to make ourselves feel better? Long periods of loneliness have been shown to have a negative impact on our physical, mental and social health. Symptoms can include physical aches and pains, headaches, illness or worsening of medical conditions such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol and heart disease. Did you know that you can actually die of loneliness? American research has showed that loneliness increases the risk of premature death by 50%. That's higher than the increased risk caused by smoking and obesity. 
chronic loneliness and isolation can also increase the risk of depression, anxiety, paranoia or panic attacks, low energy, tiredness, lack of motivation, sleep problems, dietary problems, substance abuse and having negative thoughts. So what can we do about it? I could talk to you in depth about the psychology of loneliness and how to overcome it. I could also give you a long list of tips which basically boil down to getting out and about, but you can find those yourself on the internet. These days, many of us can't get out because of the coronavirus restrictions, disability, illness, age, and a host of other reasons. So some of these tips really aren't very helpful now. I have experienced a number of periods of loneliness and isolation in my life. I'm an only child, and while I had a lovely childhood and attentive parents, there were certainly times where I felt really lonely. When I went overseas to study in the 1980s, I missed my family very much and felt very isolated. And when I left my legal job to start my own business from home in 2014, I felt very lonely and isolated from my colleagues and my work. So based on these experiences, I'd like to offer you five tips that have helped me overcome loneliness and isolation in my life. Number one, talk regularly to friends and family. When I say this, I don't mean liking posts on social media. I mean having a real conversation over the phone or using some sort of online voice or video chat. During my two-week period of isolation, and even after that, I've been calling friends and family more often than I would have previously, as I get immense joy from hearing their voices. When I was studying overseas in the 1980s, prior to mobile phones, my family and I used to exchange cassette tapes, just talking about normal everyday things so we could hear each other's voices and I would get immense comfort from those. It's amazing the comfort a familiar human voice can bring and I'm sure that seeing a smiling face on a screen can as well. Number two, surround yourself with sound. There have been many times during my life where sound has helped me when I've been feeling lonely. I listen to a huge number of audiobooks and often leave the TV on in the background. I don't know why I find TV more effective at combating loneliness than the radio or music. Maybe it's the conversations that are going on on TV that make me feel like I have company in the house. Number three, keep busy. One of the worst things about loneliness is it leaves lots of room in our heads for negative self-talk. I remember when I felt particularly lonely after leaving work in 2014. I would sit for hours and think about all the negative things in my life, such as my business wasn't going very well, I didn't have many friends, and I didn't get out much. If I allowed myself, I would get into a downward spiral and feel more and more miserable. But if I was able to focus on something that would keep my mind busy, these thoughts would be crowded out. If I couldn't find a work task to do or a hobby to keep my mind busy, I would again turn to audiobooks, usually epic fantasies, to keep my mind busy. Another wonderful way to keep those thoughts away is to discover and live out your life purpose. This is something that comes naturally to you, that you feel passionate about and that you know will make a difference. Once you spend the majority of time living out your life purpose, those thoughts won't have a chance to go on any negative adventures of their own. 
I have discovered that my life purpose is to encourage and inspire others. And even when I'm not working, my mind is usually ticking over in some way about how I can do this better. If you'd like to find out more about how to discover your life purpose and live it out, why not check out the first three episodes of this podcast? Or you could just download my book, You Don't Need Sight, You Just Need Vision, from all of the normal places. Number four, get a pet who you can interact with. People have often told me how soothing they find it to watch goldfish swimming around in a tank. But as a blind person, that does nothing for me. I've had dogs as pets all my life, as well as cats and birds. I currently share my house with my beautiful guide dog Sadie, who is my constant companion, and my budgie maestro, who chirps and sings, sometimes on this podcast, and sits on my shoulder when she feels like it. It's amazing the amount of companionship, love and comfort that pets can bring. They always have time to listen to what you have to say and are the most wonderful keepers of secrets. Number five, practice your faith if you have one. Researchers are finding that spiritual beliefs and practices can be effective in combating loneliness. As I get better at practicing my faith, it's getting easier to find the presence of God. I just reach out and he's there like another friend in the room. Similarly, as I get better at listening to God, conversations are becoming more two-way rather than one-sided. So I rarely get lonely these days. But that's just me. We all have our own journeys in that respect. So I encourage you, don't stay feeling lonely or isolated. Do something about it today. I have been able to combat loneliness and isolation in my life and I know you can too. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.